0: So if you ever wanted to have a new channel that you could actually promote your business in and you struggle to figure out how you could do that, what this would mean to you, our next guest is going to talk to us a little bit about funnels and Instagram and Instagram for your business. So it's with great pleasure that I welcome Corey Walker to the show. Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Marketing Journey Podcast, where we help coaches, course creators, and consultants who are struggling to grow their businesses in Google's local search results. Hey, it's Matt Hepburn. I'm a digital marketing professional with 14 years worth of experience working as a consultant, working in agencies, both large and small, and for the past eight years in the enterprise sector for some of the biggest brands out there. I provide the latest digital marketing tips for coaches, course creators, and consultants who are struggling to grow their businesses in Google's local search results. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
1: I'm great, how are you?
0: I'm doing wonderful. I'm so happy that you are here and being able to talk from your point of expertise. I think that the channel that you represent really will help amplify our listeners on their journey on doing SEO. And so mm-hmm. I'm really excited to ask you some questions and, and get some more information on that because I'm not an expert in the channel that you are in. So, <laughs> okay, uh, great. Really, r- r- really a, yeah, no, it's really a pleasure to have you here. So welcome to the show. Thank you. So I was fir- first hoping that you could kind of tell people uh, who you are and what you do and and uh, that'd be great. And yeah. Uh, if we have a little, a few stats from that, then we can ask the questions. That'd be great.
1: Okay, sure. So my name's Corey Walker, and I am the co-author of Instagram for Dummies and Instagram for Business for Dummies. Um, there's two editions of each of the books out. Um, I'm also the owner of the Marketing Specialist, which is a digital agency in El Dorado Hills, California, which is um, a little outside Sacramento. And I work with clients, both uh, corporate clients and small business clients on social media um, with a heavy emphasis on Instagram. But I do also, you know, work with uh, Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and all that good stuff. But um, yeah, so I help them with content creation, scheduling, um, ads, tracking analytics um, and overall strategy.
0: That's amazing. Uh, I don't know that many people who uh, are experts in Instagram. So uh, you're my first. Uh, (laughs) Could you tell the listeners, you know, effective ways they can use Instagram um, for business? That'd be great.
1: Sure. So I tell people to use Instagram like a funnel. So if you are used to the, the typical sales funnel where you start out, you know, more general and then kind of winnow down. Um, you can also use Instagram this way. And so the, the top of the funnel is going to be your reels. So your reels um, really get pushed out to a larger audience that isn't just the people that follow you. Um, that's gone down a, a bit the last few months. Um, in the beginning, it was just like bam, your, your stuff would get out there to the world. Now it's it's gotten down a little bit, but it's still a great place to be if you want new people looking at your, uh, your profile. Um, and then you're going to go down a little bit further to your main profile. And this is, you know, just your typical posts. I often will tell people to do lots of carousels and um, carousels are going to be your posts that have up to 10 images or graphics. And I like those because you can really tell like a full story. So you can have people, you know, scroll through each part of the story. Or if you have five tips about something or five reasons, it's a great way to go through that story. Um, and just the fact that people are scrolling through is telling Instagram that people like your content and it's it's like positive feedback to Instagram. So it encourages people to... Um, encourages Instagram to show your your posts more. Um, after that, you can go over to stories and stories are where I share a lot more of my personal day-to-day stuff. So I might be sharing my office setup or like today I have my cat was sitting in my laundry basket. So I just put something funny about, you know, that she's adding her fur for the day. (laughs) So stories are where you can get a lot more personal and it um, can help develop your low, your no like, and trust factor. Um, And then finally, you can go to lives and lives and DMS are a great way to get that one-on-one connection with people. So Alive, you know, you might be going out to 300 people, but they can interact with you. They can ask questions. You can answer their questions live. And then the DMs, of course, is where um, people, you know, you're interacting with people one on one. So that's the way I like people to use it. Um, and it it works pretty well if you yeah. if you follow that model.
0: So one of the, the the things that seems to be a repetitive theme on different channels is uh, business is niching down to a specific, you know, so it's not so broad. I, I recently yes. did this even with our podcast, but it seems like all the channel experts are talking about that, whether it's SEO or YouTube. I would mm-hmm. assume this, and I don't want to assume anything, but would that be the same here with Instagram that we'd want to, you know, have our reels and our stories and our different things have a very specific type of niched theme? That is congruent through all of it?
1: Yeah. So I I always tell people to have, you know, when you're thinking of your audience, have that one perfect dream client in mind. And so, you know, my dream client might be, um, you know, I'll tell people actually give him or her a name. So my dream client might be Sarah, and Sarah is, um, you know, in her 40s or 50s, she has a small business. And she's, you know, busy, she's in the sandwich generation. So she's still taking care of teenagers, but she's taking care of her, you know, older parents, but she's trying to make this business work with the limited time she has. So um, so, so I would create content to that person um, and create content pillars that really are for her. So that's, that's the way I usually um, niche down is by really honing in on who my dream client would be.
0: Not very far off from podcasting uh, where we're told and on shows like grow the show, um, you know, who is your podcast for and what will it do for them? So it sounds like it's very similar advice as to that. Avatar. We're basically making an avatar for mm-hmm. Instagram and trying to identify what those things are. And then so we're going to create content that would actually fill out both of those questions. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. And, and I always tell people, think about what your avatar, what problems does, does your avatar have and create content that solves those problems or shows how you can be the answer to what they're struggling with.
0: Right. So to that point how often would you post content on um Instagram to be successful to this strategy and is is it uh where it's like um you need to do reels a few times uh in this time frame and then one longer one or or what's a good strategy for for people to do
1: Yeah I mean if you're really trying to grow I would try to do about two reels a week At minimum, Um, and that's you know that can be hard for people to do. But I tell people if you can batch them, like have your Monday content day, and film a few reels ahead of time, and then use um, a program like Later, one of the scheduling tools, to schedule those out. Um, But yeah, so a couple a couple reels a week would be great, Um, and then maybe two carousel posts a week, and then maybe one regular post, and then stories. I do quite a few stories. So I might do three to five stories a day and, and those can be super easy. Like people stress about when I say three to five stories, but you know, one of your stories can just be a share of whatever your post was. So that counts as one, one could be just a behind the scenes of what you did that day, either talking to the camera or just a quick photo. And then another one might be something that someone else posted that you share and, you know, tag them and, and write some kind of comment about why you like it. Um I also get things of mine reposted so I might like repost that and say, you know, thank you for reposting this and thanks for your support, that kind of thing. So it's it's mm-hmm. really easy to get 3 to 5 stories if you're active on Instagram.
0: So um so if you're posting that frequently, that that's wonderful, but um it's kind of like the question would be like how do I get eyes on all these posts that I'm doing, I know on YouTube, you know, there's a huge focus on the thumbnail to catch the attention of the the user. Is there something similar that you would recommend for Instagram that we would do?
1: Yeah, well, similar to a thumbnail, um, for reels, you can create um, a thumbnail that you put on there. So when people visit your page, they'll see it. Um, But an easier thing, and this is what I do, because I don't like to mess with a lot of extra steps (laughs) is to make sure like if I'm doing a reel or if I'm doing a post that the, um, that it's has text overlay that says what it is. So especially for a reel, um, if someone's going to your profile page and you have the reels up there, you can um, alter what part of it is showing. So like a reel, you know, is going to be taller, but your profile um, photo is going to be shorter. Well, when you go to post it, you can um, tell it to post, you know, just in this one window. And I will make sure that it shows whatever um, the title is for my reel. So that's one way. And then another way with, um, with Instagram, that's a little bit different from say YouTube, is you can go out and comment on other people's thing. I mean you can do that on YouTube, but it's more common on Instagram to go out and comment on other people's things. So, if you are about to post a reel, say you might want to go and comment on other people's feed for a little bit just so that people are kind of reminded that you're there and then they're going to see your post and um will okay. likely like it back or or comment back.
0: All right. Is there are there things that businesses and users should not do when they're on Instagram? Are there are things that could get their account banned or turned off or anything or suspended?
1: Okay. So for suspensions, I would say, um, you know, inappropriate comments, spamming people, um, things like that. Obviously you don't want to do. Um, I know some, I've seen people, you know, just cut and paste, cut and paste on all different pages, you know, the same thing, like love it. And I even saw one person when bots were like really rampant. Um, One of my friends had posted something. It was like her brother died and the person just copied and pasted, love it. And it's like, okay, (laughs) read the room. That was, yeah. And that really upset her because it's like, well, this is a post, you know, memorializing my brother and you just wrote, love it. So um, definitely don't do that. Um, There are some hashtags that every once in a while will come up where there's um, some illicit content that's been put out. So sometimes those hashtags won't work as well. Um, And then just going on the hashtag vein, um, a lot of people will put really vague hashtags on things. And so um, say like a realtor might just put hashtag realtor. Well, if someone's looking for a house, say in Sacramento, if they hit realtor, they're going to get realtors. I mean, it could be in Africa, you know, you never know where this realtor is. So I always tell people to, you know, localize down if you're a business that's local. So those are a few different things that you should watch out for. Sure.
0: So Uh, When it comes to tracking um, the efforts of what businesses have done, um, what ways would you do that? Would you use Google Analytics and then, or another program? And if you're using something like GA4, um, Mm -hmm. what would you, would you just track the source medium or how would you, uh, are you tracking hashtags? What's the best effort that you can say that this is what you can, basically, how do we track it? to attribution to something that might actually, um, be an event that the business wants that actually generates business. That's, that's, yeah. that's my goal.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, um, on, on one level, you can go to the professional dashboard within Instagram and you can see, you know, all the, the likes, the comments. Um, and then what I particularly like to see are saves, and a lot of people don't pay attention to this, but um, a save in my book is better than a like because a save means that this is information or this is something that they really want to go back to. Maybe they're going to share it again. Maybe it's tips that they're going to use. Um, so a save mm-hmm. is really great. And it I feel like it counts more than a like because a lot of people will just go like things and they're not really, you know, they're just on a like scrolling, scrolling like Thing and um, a save means no. I I like this and I want to come back to this. So that's that's kind of high level. But then um, yeah, there's only one link that you have on Instagram. The link in bio. Um, I will tell people to use right. Linktree to to have you know further links. So with those links, you can do some Google Analytics to see what's um, you know where it's going and the traffic sources and things like that. Um, the other thing that I will use link in bio for sales directly. So I use, um, what's the one I use now? Oh, Stan store. Um, and that way I can sell things right through there. So I can see directly that a purchase was made because they came through Instagram. So those are some other other ways that you can look at things.
0: Did you, did you say link tree? Did I hear that right? Or... Uh, wasn't sure if I heard that right. Um, and it sounds like you could also put your website URL there as well. Yes.
1: Yeah, so you can, there's a number of things you can do. You can just put your website URL in that link in bio. I don't usually recommend that because say you have a blog post, then you're just sending them to your website where they have to find it. And if people have to find things, they trail off because people don't like to right. find things. <laughs> so this is where um, right. Link, Linktree is one, um, is one that most people are familiar with. I use one called Stand Store. And that one is a little bit more for people that are selling you know, digital products and things, which you, you might not need. Um, but either Linktree or Stand Store, you can put individual links in, um, which is what I like to do. Because then if you have a specific blog post or PDF you're trying to sell, um, they can go directly there and they don't have to hunt around for it. And then you can track it better too.
0: Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for the clarification on that. So it sounds like you probably could use UTM URLs from Linktree as well. So then you could track it directly in GA. So yes, there you go. Cool. Very very cool. (laughs) So I was hoping you might be able to talk about how business can grow an Instagram account and why they might want to do that, right, Um, to help grow their business.
1: Yeah, I mean, Instagram, first of all, I love Instagram for a platform for your business because it is one of the only ones out there right now. Um, YouTube's probably the other one, but that has such a wide breadth of Age ranges and interests. So, like if you look at Facebook, Facebook's really aged up quite a bit. And so, um, you know, I have a daughter who's 18 and she's like, uh, I will not go on Facebook. <laughs> she's like, that's for the old people. Um, and then um, TikTok, it is starting to age up a little, but it's still on the younger side. Whereas Instagram really like my 15 year old daughter is on Instagram and then my dad who is 81 is on Instagram. So it really like covers a wide range. Um, as for growth, I think one of the number one things is to be consistent. So um, posting on there consistently and engaging with other, um, other people like in your industry or your other um, audience members is super important. Um, if you're looking to grow just, you know, your number of followers, again, reels is going to be a great way to do that because it's pushing out to people that aren't already following you. So, um, so those are a few ways that, that you can grow.
0: So I've got, I've got a question, uh, that I just thought of. Um, (laughs) so Instagram is always talked about as the place where people are going to learn things. So it's not like, um, what used to be Google AdWords, uh, or Facebook, which is more disruptive type of, uh, connections that you're getting. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you consider Instagram? Is that also for education or is it for something else? So,
1: yeah, I mean, a lot of people use it for, I use it for education for my business account. So, I, you know, teach about Instagram. So I teach people, you know, different yep, tips yep. and tricks and all of that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, and there's pretty much every niche available on Instagram. Um, so I, that's one of the things that with most small businesses or, you know, any business, if you can teach people something, um, Instagram is a great way to do that. Again, those carousel posts are a great way to share, you know, five tips or five lessons or, you know, anything like that, um, can be a great way to, to teach people. Um, I know both Instagram and, and TikTok really has become, TikTok's a huge, uh, search engine at this point. And I think Instagram reels aren't quite, people aren't using Instagram reels quite the same way, but it's still a great way to, um, teach people more about, you know, what your business has to offer, how you can help them, all those things.
0: Sure. Um, So I'm just trying to, there's so much that's going here. Uh, So my question would be for a business who's trying to figure out what they're going to do. They're going to want to have some form of keyword research. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of tools out there where you can do keyword research for or topics for Google that if you're going to try to do organic SEO, or you can switch to YouTube to kind of see what, that, or you can even just go into YouTube and kind of see like what are the top searches. How would you suggest for a business who's trying to figure out? You no, know, they have their topic, their niche down, but mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out what they're going to post, right? That might be popular, and they don't want to post something that just is, doesn't resonate. How would they go about finding out the right? keywords or topics to do that?
1: Um, so, so like keywords, I mean, we have hashtags, although Instagram, I will say has bumped up their SEO capabilities. Um, but for research purposes, one easy way is to just start searching, um, some hashtags. So you could go to some of your other, you know, industry leaders, other people in your niche and just, Look at what hashtags they're using. Go to that hashtag hub. So all you need to do is click on the hashtag, and you'll see all the other posts. Um, so see see some of those that are working for people, um, and then incorporate that not only as a hashtag, but put some of those words within your caption, within your um, bio information, and um, and see you know test it and see how it performs for you.
0: So it's kind of like a page title and meta description, almost uh, using the hashtag. Uh, now, are there any other tools, professional tools that people can purchase that would take this hashtag data and kind of like put it together for them and in order where they can look?
1: Yeah, I think I think, um, I think there's one called Hashtagify. Um, some of the bigger tools for scheduling also have that. Like I think. Um, Buffer and Sprout Social and Pulse might have um, some more of those research capabilities. Um, so those, yeah, can, can look a little bit further down about, um, how successful those hashtags are. So yeah, that's hashtagify. If you're looking just for hashtags, I would try that one first.
0: I'll make sure to put those in the show notes. For okay, sure. great. So, um, Absolutely. So I was hoping you could talk a little bit about the products and services that you offer and how users can reach out to you. And um, uh, so tell us what we we can do.
1: (laughs) Okay. So um, I have both books, Instagram for Business for Dummies and Instagram for Dummies. And those are both available either on my website, themarketingspecialist.com, or you can go directly to Amazon to buy those. Um, I also have a Reels ebook. So if someone is just wanting to know about Reels, um, I have that ebook and it walks you through everything for Reels. There's also information about Reels in both of these books too. Um, And then if you just go to my Instagram account, it's Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, C Walker. Um, If you go to my stand store, I've got all sorts of freebies I've got th- 30 reels ideas that's a complete free offering I have um a little mini course on using chat gpt to um create more content and that's free so um lots of stuff available on my stand store
0: yeah we uh, one of our recent episodes we were talking about how to use jasper which is another ai mm-hmm. tool um mm-hmm. that uh also links into um Surfer SEO, which is a keyword oh, tool, okay. and it links also in, in into CopyScape, so you can mm. have that. So you can anything you create, you can change. You can have the keyword research, and you can also check against plagiarism. So
1: oh, that's great. Um,
0: so so uh, I think uh you know that we might be able to use that, but we'll have to use the hashtag, um, hashtag whatever that was that we were just talking yeah. about. Um, yeah to in place of a surfer seo so um but that way we can double check against um plagiarism and make sure we're not you know yes. um it's compliant and google will like it a little bit better so uh, if they crawl it so
1: yes um, yeah well, it's
0: i hope that i hope that helps uh, any tiny tip i can kind of give back so no, it's great um this is really amazing i think this is going to be a huge channel that could amplify seo uh, for our listeners and using, um, that link tree that we were talking about, um, could totally help, uh, to provide the very specific, uh, URL offers that they want to promote and, uh, the website itself. So I think that this would be a great way to also help with reputation, right? I think you were talking a little bit about the authority. I didn't, we didn't really touch on that, but it sounds like we can get some, authority. uh, a little bit of authority around who the business is uh, through their stories and they get to know them and trust them a little bit more, which aligns with Google's E-E-A-T, expertise, experience, authority, and trust algorithm. So uh, I love this. I think this is great. Great. So um, once again, thank you so much for being on the show and uh, I hope to talk to you soon.
1: Okay. Sounds great. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Anytime. Hope to have you back soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Entrepreneur's Marketing Journey podcast. Now, to get the most value from this episode, make sure to check out the show note resources in the episode on emjpodcast.com. And if you feel like you got value from the episode and you'd like to receive more marketing tips from us, then feel free to subscribe to the podcast on the podcast platform of your choice so you never miss out on an episode. This is the Entrepreneur's Marketing Journey Podcast with Matt Hepburn, and we'll see you next time.